Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 2 of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green. This is a podcast where we remind ourselves that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. We've been discussing drugs and alcohol with Brother Joey Davis from Roanoke, Texas. We're going to continue that discussion this week on the Everyday Christian Podcast. Well, we want to talk about some scriptural principles um, regarding, you know, substance abuse really is what what we're talking about mainly. But um, there are a lot of passages we could go to, such as passages on sobriety, of course. Um, but I want to look at what Solomon has to say about it. And he talked a lot about alcohol, yeah. uh, but we could, by extension, talk about drugs too. Right. Same Same concept. But uh, he, he mentions a lot in Proverbs and, and some in Ecclesiastes as well. And I guess if you don't mind, if we can just kind of go through some of these sure. that, that you have found, um, some passages that deal with this. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I started at uh, Proverbs 20 and verse 1. Uh, Wine is a mocker, strong drink is a brawler, and whoever is led astray by it is not wise. Uh, you know... <laughs> People who become substance abusers rarely want to hear other people's opinions about how bad it is for them. You know, they, they think they know, and you can't really tell them anything that's going to change their mind or their opinion. But I think it's interesting that Solomon says, whoever is led astray by it is, is not wise. It's actually mm-hmm. foolish right? To to develop a mindset that thinks that taking these substances into your body and, and affecting the way, first off, your body performs, but also the way you think, the way you reason, the way you react, that, that it's definitely going to affect you in those ways. That's foolish. It's not, there's no wisdom in that at all. Uh, another, uh, Proverbs chapter 31, uh, beginning at verse 4. Uh, it is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes intoxicating drink, lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the justice of all the afflicted. And so here caution is given uh, with respect to how intoxicating substances cause you to forget and, call, and affect the way you make judgments. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes on to say in verse 6, Give strong drink to him who is perishing, and wine to those who are of a bitter heart. And that's more or less a medicinal exactly. use for it. So if you're not using it for medicine, then you need to stay away from it. It right. is the idea. And, um, you know, even within medicinal substances, they can be abused. Right. So Yeah, you know, and, and a lot of times... We'll say, well, these the Bible was prescribing wine that had, uh, you know, the intoxicating properties, if you will, for medicinal purposes. You know, and people will say today, well, that's why I'm using it. Well, I, I think your doctor would probably tell you there are other substances that can be prescribed right. and controlled right. that would do more good for you than that. Yeah, and... and uh Definitely, and, and less uh, likely to be abused. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, I, I spent nine years in law enforcement in the Air Force and dealt with a lot of alcohol-related uh, incidents. And, you know, inevitably, anytime you ask a person 
how much they had had to drink. It was always, you know, one or two beers, which mm-hmm. it never was. Right. Right. But you just, that control aspect, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's not there. You know, right. the people, the people say, well, I, you know, I only drink a little bit, you know, well, it doesn't appear that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, did you, do you have Proverbs 23, I do. 29 and following? I do, 29 through 35. Uh, who has woe, who has sorrow, who has contentions, who has complaints, uh, who has wounds without cause, who has redness of eyes, those who linger long at the wine, those who go in search of mixed wine, do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it swirls around smoothly. Uh, at the last, it bites like a serpent stings like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things and your heart will utter perverse things. Yes, you will be like one who lies down in the midst of the sea or like one who lies on the top of a mast saying, they have struck me, but I will not hurt. They have beaten me, but I will not feel it. When shall I wake that I may seek another drink? You know that, you know, I've been around a lot of intoxication in my life. You know, I've not spent all of my life focused on godliness and mm-hmm. and spirituality. And that sounds like every drunk I've ever been around, you yeah. know? Well, I mean, they they get into a brawl and they don't even realize they're hurt and they keep right. going and trying to continue to brawl and they're right. just beating themselves up. Because, yeah, or, or land right in the middle of danger and right. they don't even realize. Right, it's just horrible. And obviously Christians have no part in, in that. We are to have sobriety. <laughs> we are to uh, have self-control. It's fruit of the Spirit. Right. Yeah. What about uh, also in Proverbs 23, verses 20 and 21, it says, Do not mix with wine bibbers. love that term there, right. <laughs> wine bibbers. Yeah or with gluttonous eaters of meat. For the drunkard and the glutton will come to poverty, and drowsiness will clothe a man with rags. We've mentioned that. It has been the ruin of a lot of people, uh, financially and otherwise. You have any others? Just one that's not so much related to to, uh, drugs and alcohol, but a biblical principle that I think certainly it would be a good guiding principle here. Uh, there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Sure. Proverbs fourteen twelve. Right. You know one of one of the problems with substance abuse is when when you're in that box. Okay, you're on the inside of using alcohol and drugs. The voices that speak to you outside from outside that box that tell you you're in a bad place. I don't, I don't know what it is really, but. They those voices sound like enemy voices. You know, they they sound like voices that are just trying to deprive you of the joys of life. You know, with teenagers, uh, parents dealing with teenagers that are using alcohol or drugs, and the parents are pleading with kids. You know, don't. This is a bad way to go. For some reason, when you're on that other side, you don't hear those voices with clarity like you should. You just, you think you're right. Everybody else is wrong and you're not influenced by, you know, those efforts to, to try to help you. Right. And Proverbs is full of passages that talk about godly uh, counsel, wisdom, right. advisors uh, that you should surround yourself with. And you're not going to listen to that if you're focused on these substances. Right. Um, 
Here's another one I found, Proverbs 21, verse 17. It says, he who loves pleasure will be a poor man. He who loves wine and oil will not be rich. And it always amazes me the lengths that people would go to spend all their money on alcohol, all their money on tobacco, all their money on the next hit of whatever drug. It amazes me because, you know, even if people are not uh, as spiritually minded as they should be, usually their money talks to them. And they don't want to lose all their money, but yet they will for, for stuff like right. this. And uh, Solomon spells it right out there in Proverbs 21, verse 17. Hey, you're going to lose all your money. Right. It just amazes me, but people do it. You know, one other passage, um, just kind of in the research that I was doing, a passage that often came up that people were using or actually misusing to try to show that it's okay for Christians to to drink is uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 7 where Solomon said, go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart for God has already accepted your works, right? And so that, you know, that to them, that's a blessing pronounced on on drinking, you know, because it mentions wine. And that, that just reminds of one of the, one of the challenges you face when you come to the Bible is this idea of any time the Bible mentions the word wine, well, it's talking about, you know, beer or, you know, the substances today that contain uh, high levels of alcohol. But wine is, is a word that can be used either way. We've looked at it where it was definitely being used in the context of intoxicating substances in other places, not so much. You know, it's even talking about uh, the grape on the vine before it's even been, you know, pulled and processed. So you have to be very careful about just looking at the word wine and interpreting that as beer, you know, automatically. But I, I think it's, it's interesting or important to point out that in the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon is examining life from the under the sun perspective. Right. So if I disassociate from God, you know, and if I just look for meaning and purpose in life in this world under the sun, then what, what's the result? You're going to keep looking, 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 and you're not going to find it. Right. And right. I, so in that connection, I'd, I'd like to just read Ecclesiastes chapter 2, these first 11 verses, uh, you know, to, to get that perspective. Right. He says, I said in my heart, come now, I will test you with mirth. Uh, therefore, enjoy pleasure. For surely this also was vanity. I said of laughter, madness, and of mirth, what does it accomplish? I searched in my heart how to gratify my flesh with wine while guiding my heart with wisdom and how to lay hold on folly till I might see what was good for the sons of men to do under heaven all the days of their lives. I made my works great. I built myself houses, planted myself vineyards. I made myself gardens and orchards, and I planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made myself water pools from which to water and grow trees of the grove. I acquired male and female servants, had uh, servants born in my house. Yes, I had greater possessions of herds and flocks than all that were in Jerusalem before me. Also gathered for myself silver and gold and special treasures of kings of the provinces. I acquired male and female 
singers and delights of the sons of men and musical instruments of all kinds. So I became great and excelled more than all who were before me in Jerusalem. Also my wisdom remained with me. Whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep it from them. I did not withhold my heart from any pleasure, for my heart rejoiced in all my labor, and this was my reward from all my labor. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had done and on the labor which I had toiled, and indeed all was vanity and grasping for the wind. There was no profit under the sun. And so in his final assessment, he says it's all vanity. Mm-hmm. But part of that pursuit was the gratifying of his flesh with wine. Right. And he attributed to that, you know, in the end, it, it was worthless. It, it, it didn't profit me uh, in any way. Right. It's, uh, it's completely futile to uh, try to experience life apart from God. And really, that's the theme of Ecclesiastes. Yeah. And at the end of the day, he says in chapter 12, verse 13, let's hear the conclusion of the whole, the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all, or this is the whole duty of man, or the, the whole of man is the idea. And so wine and anything else that we could talk about trying to fulfill our happiness with fleshly things, it's not going to do it. We need to fulfill our happiness in God. Right. And it's a landmine. You know, it. you don't enter into that looking for the destruction that it's going to cause, right? But it it has led to irreversible damage for individuals, for their families, and, you know, in just so many ways. It's just not, it's just not for Christians. Absolutely. You're exactly right. All right, that's uh, it for this episode of the Everyday Christian Podcast. So a little bit of a shorter episode this week. Lord willing, we will wrap up this discussion on... Uh, well, we talked about drugs and alcohol. Now we're actually going to take this a little bit of a different direction and talk about some other addictions such as uh, gambling and others in uh, next week's episode of the Everyday Christian Podcast. And then later this month, we're also going to talk about something else that is certainly an addiction and something very important that we need to talk about, and that is pornography. And uh, Joey Davis will help us discuss that as well uh, later on this month on the Everyday Christian Podcast. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, And please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.